Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Treeblosser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And today, our very special guest is fellow Rotarian Bob Phillips, and we'll be talking about Rotary's conquest of polio. But not until after these very important messages, Jonah, so stay right where you are. I won't touch that dial. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at Rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and I'd like to welcome our listeners back to Radio Rotary. I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Treeblosser. Hi, Sarah. Now, you were misbehaved last week. I know. I hang my head in shame. Yeah, but I'll be a very good. So. I'll be very good. Because <laughs> well, you, know you better, because we have our friend and fellow Rotarian, right. Bob, Bob Phillips, here. And we're going to be talking about one of the very main reasons that Rotary has impacted the world. Can I introduce it? Yes. Rotary's conquest, conquest, conquest of polio. Polio, polio, polio. I thought you were going to behave. Uh, not much. <laughs> anyway, that you're absolutely right. This is a big deal and very important to um, to us, basically. So That's we right. want to welcome Bob to our show. Welcome. Well, thank you for inviting me, Sarah and, and Jonah. So, Bob, I'm a little confused, which is standard operating procedure here. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm old enough. Uh, Sarah isn't, of course, and you're not. But I'm, I'm younger old enough, than springtime. Younger than springtime, are you? I'm old enough to remember... When polio was still a problem in the United States, when they closed the pools and and uh, the movie theaters and, and parents were afraid to let their kids out in big groups. And then we had, in the mid-1950s, the miracle of the Salk and Sabin vaccines, which con- which basically conquered polio in the United States and Canada. So why are we still talking about polio? First of all, in the U.S., uh, polio, the last polio case was in uh, uh, somewhere in uh, uh, before 2000. Interestingly, I want to go back to uh, 1988. And this, okay. was, this was when the uh, World Health Assembly and mm-hmm. its 166 uh, members uh, passed a resolution to eradicate polio. And uh, this program, uh, this venture, was spearheaded by the World Health Organization, uh, UNICEF, and, of course, the Rotary International. Uh, at the time, in 1988, there were about 350,000 cases of polio worldwide. Now, that's... 30-some-odd years after the Salk and Sabin vaccines came in. Why did we have so many polio cases when the cure was there? Because predominantly uh, the polio cases were in third-world countries. Yeah. didn't have a lot of access to uh, the vaccines that we, we have now, and the, the programs weren't Accessible and yeah. organized, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, a lot of people... Because it's been eradicated in the United States for so long, may not even know what polio is. Can you give us a quick description? Well, certainly of what it is? my daughter's generation, yeah. our, our, our children's kids. collectively, our children's Thank generation doesn't know. They, you actually knew, you had friends yeah, that yeah. had polio. I, in in I, my I'm, Cub Scout pack, we had a kid who was in an iron lung, which, uh, for folks at home who don't know it, the front of it looks like a big uh, laundry dryer, and they would stick somebody in there. It was a big tube, and at the end was a bellows, and it would 
create a vacuum so the lungs could expand and help this kid and breathe. You remember that so vividly. Oh, it was frightening. Actually, you remember, Jonah, when we were together at the International Festival right. uh, Convention in New Orleans, I'd never seen one, and you were right. explaining to me. Right. They had one on display, actually. Iron lung. I mean, really, within our lifetime, this has, in, in our country, but it's still prevalent in some developing nations, like um, Bob pointed out. Yeah. And one of the initiatives and goals of Rotary International right. is to is to eradicate it globally. And and Rotarians have been in a leadership position in doing that. Like, so like let's Rotarian talk about Bob it. So, yeah. uh, what is polio and how does it affect people? Well, suppose we begin with the term polio. Polio right. um, really comes from the Greek word poliomyelitis. And uh, it, that's a combination of the words gray and marrow referring to the spinal cord. Right. And... Um, itis uh, referring to inflammation. So the short term is, is polio, and that's that's where the term uh, came from. So polio basically uh, affects the spinal cord, and it's uh, gotten by through the mouth and through the nose, uh, primarily through water. And through it's the, highly contagious. Highly contagious. Right. And probably the most famous sufferer with polio was uh, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and he got it when he was 38. Even though it's called infantile paralysis, he got it when he was 38. And he never walked again, unaided. Yeah. You know, he had braces on his legs. And so it affects the ability to walk. Uh, yes. Well, this is interesting, and I don't know that many people are aware of this fact. And that is, is that 95% of people who contract polio do not show symptoms really? of polio. Okay. Yes. And that's, that's caused. That could be a problem, and I'll explain why in a moment. So uh, the other 5%, there's a, um, a, a non-polio abortive, it's a called abortive uh, uh, polio, and that is is that uh, the the person who contracts that uh, essentially has a fever, nausea, um, some vomiting, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and that'll pass over a period of time. Mm-hmm. And there's no paralysis there. Yeah. And and finally, there's the the um, paralytic um, type of polio that that will cause paralysis. And and there's a very small so there's a very small percentage of people who contract polio with something in the in the, in the, in the area of one to two percent that actually contract uh, uh, polio where where they're crippled mm-hmm. and a very smaller percentage of those people die because of the respiratory system uh, being we were talking like about the iron lungs yeah the iron lung and right that's what the use of that was for so um, when I went on my trip well let's just set that yeah. up a little bit for our okay. listeners that are joining us right. um, we're speaking to Rotarian uh, Bob Phillips about uh, Rotary's initiative to um, conquer polio, right. eradicate which, polio globally. Which goes back to 1988. And that is one of our main, main things that uh, collectively every Rotarian in the world works toward. And Bob, you recently took a trip to, where, was it West Africa? Cote d'Ivoire in West Africa. Okay. So when, when did that happen and why did you want to go? Well, uh, good question. Back in August, I received uh, an email, as most of us in uh, District 7210 did. Which is the Hudson Valley. Hudson Valley. And so from the, um, DG Nick Constantino, 
announcing this um, this this trip. And as soon as I read it, I, I was hooked. Uh, I looked into it, um, determined how much this would, would actually cost and how much time it would take, and I decided, you know, pretty much there and then that I was going to I was going to uh, take this trip. So this trip was really two parts. Number one was was a, it was also a West uh, African project um, fair in which uh, Rotarians from 16 African nations showed us the, the, their projects in the hopes that we would come back. There were 28 of us to uh, come back to our own clubs and, and help promote their projects. And that's something that Rotarians do globally is partnerships right. with other clubs internationally to accomplish things, particularly in developing countries where water and schools, um, just basic things that we take for every day, um, don't exist for them. So anyway, so you had decided, you read an announcement from from one of our Rotarians mm-hmm. in our area here in the Hudson Valley, and you decided that you wanted to go on this pilgrimage yes. last year. And how long were you there? You were where again in West Africa? In, at Cote d'Ivoire. Okay. Uh, and where is that on the map for Cote, our listeners? Cote d'Ivoire is, is one of 16 Afri- uh, West African nations, and if you were to, it's in West Africa, okay. and it's on, basically it's on the Gulf of, uh, of Guinea, uh, which is uh, think, south, the okay. South Atlantic. So a lot of people know where Guinea is, so that kind of gives us a picture here. And how long were you there, Bob? Uh, Ten days. And so... Uh, Did other Rotarians go with you? Yes, and the most how wonderful many? people. There were total uh, 28 of us from around the United States. There was mm-hmm. one, only one other couple from New York, from Sable, New York. And there was a couple from uh, the UK and a couple from uh, British Columbia. So uh, the most amazing people, uh, they were... Rotary uh, organized this trip, and then people can sign up for it. So That's you correct. and 28 other people mm-hmm. uh, went to West Africa. Amazing. And you were there for 10 days. So yeah. walk us through walk us through a day there. So I think the day that I'd like to walk you through is the day, actually, that we went out uh, to um, give the vaccine to children um, in a village, uh, which was about 80 miles uh, west of Abidjan, uh, which is which is where we stayed. And uh, we were told that uh, that a polio affects children under the age of five. So they said if you if you had a question about whether a child was was under five, have them reach with the, their arm over the top of their head and see if they can touch the, the, the ear on the other side of their head. And if they cannot, then they are under it, five. Really? Yeah. Is that right? That's yeah, funny. That's so that's a that. great pre-screening. I bet our producer, Kathy Kruger, who's also a nurse, probably she probably knew that already. Yeah. Joan and I, no way. So minute, <laughs> Did you know that? Wait a minute, wait a minute. You, can what you about, even do that? Because you act arthritic? like you're under five. Yeah, but my, <laughs> what about my arthritic shoulder? I may not be able to do that. You know? Oh, okay. You know, so they, gonna... they help pre-screen uh, people. And so you go over there, and we are going to find out in our next segment, because we only have like 30 seconds left That's right. in this half. We're, We're going to find, find out, out about your trip about and his adventures in Africa. and adventures and everything else. So don't go away. That's right. But first, let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is the ever-agile Sarah O'Connell, our very special guest, Rotarian Bob Phillips, telling us about his adventures in Africa and helping to conquer polio. And 
And Sarah, who keeps us healthy by bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. You can call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank and Trust, your regional bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of New City, New Paltz, Patterson, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, and Poughkeepsie, Arlington, New York. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and investment services. With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, including Riverside Bank with division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal and business needs. Check them out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Juddelson Giordano and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and I want to welcome back our loyal listeners to the second half of this show of Radio Rotary. I'm joined by Jonah Trebwasser. Hi. Our co-host now, he's going to behave. I am going to behave. There's we like have a, four and a, a half minutes left of what we do I, here. I have a great Rotarian with me, not just you, but another great Rotarian, and we're talking about a great, important subject. We are. You want to introduce it? Yes, it's Rotarian Bob Phillips, and we're talking about Rotary's conquest of polio and polio now. Bob, welcome back to the second half of Radio Thank Rotary. You. So for people who may have joined in late, um, explain a little bit about what polio is and how Rotary got involved in, in trying to eradicate it around the world. Well, polio, the polio program actually began in 1988. The uh, World Health Assembly uh, passed a resolution to eradicate polio, uh, which was spearheaded by uh, Rotary, uh, World Health Organization, uh, CDC, among others. So uh, that's that's where that's where the program really really began. So it was really the Health World Organization, UNICEF, and then and Rotary. And Those Rotary. were the three key players right. with that were the driving forces right. of uh, polio eradication. And at the time, if I remember the statistics uh, from uh, the End Polio Now uh, presentations we've seen, uh, Sarah, yes. people were getting a th- young people were getting a thousand new cases of polio a week when we started. That's correct. And now we're down to just a handful. Handful of people. Um, that that's internationally, though, right, globally. Around the world. Um, in theory, it's eradicated on 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 this continent, right. Canada. I, I'm not so sure. I haven't read uh, updates about South America yeah. lately, but I can share that. Uh, yeah, with if you, you know, Bob. 
please do, yes, so people were, know how close to home it yeah. really is. There were three countries uh, in 2012 that uh, were still endemic. Nigeria was one of them. Okay. Uh, in fact, at that time, Nigeria uh, had a half of the polio cases in the world. The last case... I'm happy to report of polio in Nigeria was in July of 2014. Fabulous. So we're getting Last closer and, and closer. Not only that, we, we eradicated polio in India. That's that was right. a cause for that's immense huge. celebration that's in the Rotary huge. world. So, yes, it was. So last year, so what were the numbers last year for polio in the world? There were, we're happy to say, uh, only uh, only 70 cases of polio reported in the world in only two countries, in uh, uh, Pakistan and uh, in Afghanistan. There were 19 cases in, in Pakistan and 51 cases in Afghanistan. There's a sad note here, a footnote yeah. that I'd like to bring up. Please that, so why the question is, why is there still polio, why is polio still endemic yep. in those two countries? Yes. Well, back when uh, the search for bin Laden was on, uh, the CIA uh, unfortunately uh, had operatives that worked in they'll say hepatitis B clinics to gather information and some might say polio clinics as well. And so this was uncovered. President Obama has, has certainly put a stop to that. But since 2012, there were over 60 uh, volunteer uh, vaccinators that that were killed by by terrorists, and so to this day, uh, the well ter- because they they suspected they were they were CIA yes. or informant. I believe, um, and I, I I I can stand corrected on this, but I believe Bin Laden had some medical condition um, that was he- related to Hep or Hepsi or something like that. So there were informants and, and CIA people who were placed in areas that they thought he might be seeking help. I'm I, I'm not sure about that, but that may be why. So now it's political that um, we're not allowed in these pockets anymore, yeah, um, particularly Pakistan. Well, let's let's yeah. talk about uh, a positive uh, yes. program. And, and non-political. That's, <laughs> that's Bob's Adventures in, in Africa, helping to uh, spread the uh, anti-polio uh, inoculations or yes. vir- uh, antivirus. Uh, well, it brings a big drops. smile for our because oh, yeah. we're on radio. Uh, when you bring up his trip, <laughs> um, recent trip, yes. uh, last year, uh, last uh, no summer. Bob, Bob, tell us about that. Yeah, you went yeah, there? that was the most w- uh, wonderful experience I think that I've, I've really ever had in my, in my life. You know, we, we all go on vacations and we travel and we we have luxurious places. Some of us stay at and cruises and so on. But I can tell you that nothing, no experience in traveling has ever has even come close to, to this experience. Um, and so on the day that we went out and traveled about 80 kilometers uh, west of Abidjan, which is where we were staying. And that's uh, in West Africa in, by Guinea. But yes. Is that right? Uh, okay. That's correct. Guinea is... Uh, so we get on this bus and, and out we go. And it takes about three hours, actually, to uh, to get to this village. And uh, we get off the bus. And I have to tell you, my first feeling was this is like National Geographic just coming to life for me. Yeah. What's well, a beautiful part of the world, you're uh, saying? It's, it's, just it's, breathtaking. It's, 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 it was yeah. amazing. The the African women were, were dressed in these, these colorful dresses. And there was these drums playing. And there were three men on still 
kilts and masks and costumes, and they were dancing, and, and people are coming and running up to us, and, and it was just so exciting. Was this to, to welcome you? Did they yes, know you was. were coming? Yes. So this is a group of 28 Rotarians yes. um, and probably some partners or spouses or whatever. Not every per- single person was a Rotarian, were they? 28 people on your yes, trip? Yes, they all they were. were. Okay. They all were. And there were some African Rotarians that, that joined us on, on this venture that day. So they were like your partners or That's they correct. met you there. That's correct. And the mission was to... To inoculate children. Inoculate children. Uh, well, provide the oral vaccine, All right, not so okay. much inoculation. And so uh, we were led to this line of about 20 uh, men who were the council for this village. And we were ceremoniously went past each one and shook their hands. And it was just, you could feel the, the energy coming. And, and mm-hmm. I'm saying, my goodness, I see things like this on TV for royalty. What mm-hmm. am I doing? You know? <laughs> You're saving, and helping to save their your lives. Rotary royalty. You're helping to save their lives. So yeah. oh, it was such a wonderful feeling, and so um, so we we get past that line, and we're led to a, a place uh, outdoors that had a roof. Yeah. And uh, no walls. And so we sat with the council, and, and, and there must have been a 1,000 people behind them and our small group on the other side. And, of course, there was French is the language there. that mm-hmm. was a French colony back until 1960. And so after that, then there's the mothers and their children, and, and there we go, uh, uh, giving the, the oral polio vaccine. So they would give two drops. So what is what is that like? Well, there's a there's a vial that you're given, and it's kept in a, in a cooler in a container, which when it's... About the size of an eyedropper vial that people yeah, might be used yeah, to. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a number of drops that you can give mm-hmm. to a number of children, but only two uh, for each child. Right. And so it's okay if they get three, but it's, that won't hurt. But so 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 uh, we give it, and then we we mark their pinky with a, uh, a purple marker, and we move on and, and go on and, and go on. And these are children what age? Uh, Oh, these are some are uh, really infants. Mostly the ones that I did it for was were, were infants, and there were some that were two, three years old. Most of so them were being held in their mother's what, arms. What was it like to look at this child in the face, put those drops in, and know, Bob Phillips, that you, you prevented know, that child from yeah. getting a, a potentially crippling disease? Yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was. It was. It was moving, and, and to this day, and until the day that I'm no longer walk the face of this earth, uh, it's going to be the most memorable experience of, of my life. And you know, Bob, I know you and Rotary are not resting on their laurels in the conquest of polio. We're so close to eradicating polio that we've already looked ahead to another issue, and that's clean water. Because as you said earlier in the show, Rotary found out that polio often comes from feeded water sources, and we have a, a, a new program for clean water. One of the leading lights of that was our dear friend, our former district governor, Tansuk Dorwala. Absolutely. In the minute or two we have left, tell us about wash rag, and I don't mean a thing that you put no. soap on <laughs> for the shower. I do want to say this, though, before yeah. I get into that, is that OPV contains a live virus, and, okay. and it's excreted and uh, and goes into the water system, and that's how this, this, vi- this polio virus uh, continues because mm-hmm. of fetid water and, and, and people using it to wash and, and, and drink and so on, and it gets into their system. Now, uh, uh, the polio that's, inoc- that's used in an inoculation is a dead virus. So in the U.S., the last time that OPV was used in 2000, so we're trying to get to IPV, which is a dead virus, so we won't mm-hmm. have this problem. The problem is is that the vast majority of volunteers don't cannot inoculate. They're not schooled in it. They're not right. nurses. Giving shots. So they, they're giving shots. So the OPV. 
And so, and so, how do we get? So the other side of this is so let's get some clean water going here. Right. So back in in two thousand, the Millennium Council, the United Nations, um, decided to help people, poor nations, uh, to, to help live healthy lives and, and better lives. Very and wrote, basic. And, 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 With and it basically matched programs that yeah. we had. Yeah. So what clean water is another one of the huge initiatives, you know and what? it should be mentioned very quickly. We should, we should have Bob back to talk about we clean should. water. We should. Yeah, I was just going to say that. And Bob, we want to share with our listeners that Rotary International is the only service club in the world that has a seat at the United Nations. And let me just say this. In, on February 23rd, mark the 62nd anniversary of 1954 that Jonas Salk went right. to a, a, an elementary school in Pennsylvania and began the first mass inoculation of the polio vaccine and to children. You know what else February 23rd is? It's the anniversary of the establishment of Rotary. How about that? How about so that? Now, Bob, in the 30 <laughs> seconds we have left, tell us where your club is, where it meets. Yeah, our club is uh, what's the Rhinebeck Rotary Club, and, right. and uh, we meet at the Beekman Arms. The, the historic oldest, Beekman Arms. Uh, yeah, well, we've been there once America. or twice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we meet at noon on uh, on Mondays, at uh, 12.15, I should say, more accurately. Uh, we Our membership is uh, roughly 28 uh, members. Um, and um, it's, it's, I've been a member there for about, oh, I want to say 11 years. I've been a Rotarian for about 40 years. So, right. Um, well, for, for those of you who want to meet Bob in person, come to the Rhinebeck Rotary Club uh, 1215 at the Beekman Arms on Monday. Or if you want to meet other Rotarians and join the fun, the food, the fellowship, go to rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org. Click on the Club Locator button. Find your hometown and join us. We need your help to rat- eradicate polio and bring clean water. Bob Phillips, you thank go. you so much You're for everything welcome. you've done to eradicate Absolutely. polio. And thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you for inviting me. And Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank, your regional bank for all of your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Visit them at SalisburyBank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of Red Hook, Rhinebeck Bob, Southern Ulster, Wallkill East, Wappingers, and Warwick Valley, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our producer Kathy Kruger, and our Wizard of the Buttons, our engineer Mr. Jay Verzi, this is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.